0: Kids. You've since reversed your zero-tolerance policy, but the United States can't locate the parents of more than 500 children. So how will these families ever be reunited?
1: Children are brought here by coyotes and lots of bad people, cartels. And they're brought here, and they used to use them to get into our country. We now have as strong a border as we've ever had. We're over 400 miles of brand-new wall, you see the numbers, and we let people in, but they have to come in legally, and they come in through But America. how will you reunite these kids with their families, let me just
0: tell you. Mr. They
1: built cages. You know, they used to say, I built the cages. And then they had a picture in a certain newspaper, and it was a picture of these horrible cages. And they said, look at these cages. President Trump built them. And then it was determined they were built. In 2014, that was him. Do you have a plan to reunite the kids?
0: Yes, we're working on it
1: very, we're we're trying very hard. But a lot of these kids come out without the parents. They come over through cartels and through coyotes and through gangs.
0: Vice President Biden, let me bring you into this conversation. Quick response and then another question to you. These 500 plus kids came with parents. They separated them at the border to make it a disincentive to come to begin with. They, real tough, we're really strong. And guess what? They cannot. It's not coyotes didn't bring them over. Their parents were with them. They got separated from their parents. And it makes us a laughing stock and violates every notion of who we are as a nation. Let me ask you a follow-up Christians, question.
1: They did it. We changed the policy.
0: Your response they to that? They did it. We, we changed. did not They built the cages. They.
1: Who, who built the cages, let's, Joe? Let's talk about who what we're
0: talking about. Who built the cages, about. Joe? Let's talk about what we're talking about. What happened? Parents were ripped, their kids were ripped from their arms and separated. And now they cannot find over 500 sets of those parents, and those kids are alone. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. It's criminal. It's criminal. Let me ask Kristen you about it. They 10 went down, seconds we brought reporters, left. everything.
1: They are so well taken care of. They're in facilities that were so clean. But some of have them haven't been good. reunited But just families. ask one question. Who built the cages? I'd love you to ask of that. Who built the cages? Let me ask...
2: Welcome back Little Joe's Conservative Corner. President Trump's second debate went much better than the first time around. Uh, I felt like he did a much better job this time around. He hit on all the points that I was hoping that he was going to hit on. And uh, he composed himself in a much different manner than the first debate. I would say it's pretty clear... If you were going to choose a winner, uh, President Trump definitely you know, outclassed Joe Biden, definitely hit on better points. He actually has a plan. Joe Biden you know, didn't have any of that, didn't really give you any details on any plans. Um, what you just heard uh, in the beginning there was just a little snippet from the debate that uh, I would like to point out personally. What Joe Biden was saying in respect to these children not being linked back up with their parents um, has already been debunked. It's already a falsehood. Uh, all the different departments that we use, ICE, Homeland Security, working with the other countries, their parents do not want to come back and get them. I know it's easy to look at all these through a political point of view, but let's get down to the you know, reality of the situation. Okay how many moms and dads out there right now would not be trying to go get their kid back? How many of you listening if you have kids would you know your kid get separated from your kid at a border and you're in the country and you just have no interest in going back and getting your kid? I mean does that even logically make sense? It doesn't make no sense to me because it, it shouldn't make sense because any parent wouldn't do that. any good parent wouldn't do that. And I'm not necessarily saying that these parents are bad. maybe they have bigger reasons than you would imagine uh, for them not trying to come back and get their kid. Maybe where they're from, some of these other countries, it would be better to let their kid be here on American soil than actually have them go back over there. It would be hard to imagine as a parent, I couldn't imagine doing it, but you know, desperate times or desperate measures, and everybody approaches everything a little bit differently. So you never know. On the other hand, maybe the parents are just p- complete pieces of crap. And <laughs> they just didn't want their kid. So they just sent them on packing so it's less burden for them and figure they'll give the burden to the United States. We don't know for sure. But one way or the other, they have been working with these other countries to try to reunite the families. And it hasn't gone so well. I'd also like to point out that there was probably a, close to a million uh, illegal crossings you know, last year. With that being said, if only 500 kids have been misplaced and we're actually able to contact and get into contact with the upper 400s of them, I don't know if they've gotten every single one, but I think the uh, last number that I remember hearing was around 485 that they uh, were actually able to contact and did not want the kids back. That is a extremely small percentage, but that was just one of the subjects I wanted to touch upon where Joe Biden was blatantly lying. I mean, he blatantly lied to the whole uh, debate. He, he he said, once again, he never said he would ban fracking. And I mean, there is multiple videos of him saying he would ban fracking. Uh, Trump said, hey, you know, when he, his reply to him was, there's multiple videos, Joe. How do you how do you get around that? And he said, ah, it's it's a lie. If you got them, post them. Trump said, no problem. We'll do it right after the debate. And sure as hell, if you have Twitter and you looked on, the first thing Trump did after the debate was post all the times he said he was going to ban fracking. Uh, Joe Biden tried to clean it up and thought that it would make a better case for him to say he meant on federal land. Um, fracking on federal land is probably seventy percent or so of the industry. So if you canceled it and got rid of it off of 70%, uh, you are killing that industry. That part of our energy sector is going to get crippled uh, if it survives at all. So, ultimately, yes, he would ban fracking. He has said so himself. And even there is another open admission that he would do it. Um, tonight's debate monitor, she wasn't as bad as Chris Wallace, but she... Tended to cut President Trump off consistently. Uh, every time he would try to get an answer and really start, you know, steamrolling Joe Biden, she would kind of overtalk him, <clears throat> and uh, then give Joe Biden an opportunity to respond. Every single time, would you like to respond to that, sir? And it was like it got annoying. You know, one thing that we need to fix in this whole debate system is I don't understand why all the moderators are always liberals. I don't get it. And they're not just a normal liberal or a, you know, a more centered liberal. They're always an extreme liberal and they always design it where the conservative gets or the Republican gets the harder questions. The liberals get the softball questions that's easier to elaborate on. And they're always attacking on the one side and always cutting us off. So there needs to be a change there. They're going to need to restructure it in a way that's fair for both sides. If you didn't see the debate, um, President Trump was extremely presidential this time. He did a really good job of holding back and laying back. He did get the uh, Hunter Biden emails in there. He didn't call it out directly. It was more, uh, he questioned Joe on how he was getting money from Russia and Ukraine, China, and kind of hammered on that. Joe dodged the question completely. He flipped around and just tried to attack Trump on his taxes. I guess that was his tactic that they told him to use because he refused to even get into it about Hunter. Um, And, you know, that's going to be a big problem for their, for their campaign because the emails are coming out daily. Now Uh, the images are coming out daily now. So it's not going to get any better from this point out. We're, you know, less than two weeks away from election day and it's going to just keep getting more and more toxic every day from now until then. Um, Joe also, they had a little back and forth on COVID. I think Trump was pretty good on COVID this time. I think last time he spent too much time deflecting and defending. And I think this time he more led towards the future of where we need to be, where we are now. Yes, where we were, but this is where we need to head to. Uh, Once again, Joe Biden said he would lock the country back down. He said he would make masks mandatory. And then the moderator asked a question about what would he do to handle the virus, and his response <laughs> was, uh, "We would do social distancing. Uh, he'd be putting plexiglass, you know, um, in between booths of restaurants, and he'd put plexiglass up in places of work. Uh, he would do rapid testing and more testing, and uh, he would, you know, make the masks mandatory." kind of sounds like what we're doing now. So what you're telling me is you don't have a plan at all. You're just copying Trump's plan. So for anybody who is voting for Biden on his COVID, you know, ideas or plans, we're already doing them. What what more can we do? Uh, Or is Joe Biden going to force small business owners? You're a small business owner. You're struggling as it is right now. He's going to force you to go buy this expensive plexiglass to put up all in your shops. He's going to make it mandatory for you to do all these things or shut you down. Not that you're struggling enough. Let me go spend all this extra money because, hey, you know, that's not going to kill the uh, business or nothing. It's ridiculous. You know, and Trump doesn't see it that way. Trump thinks that what we've learned from the virus we know how to protect ourselves, and he wants us to just all act as adults like we do and follow the protocols. He doesn't want to impose mandatory masks and mandatory that you have to put up certain things in certain businesses and industries so that they can open. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem. No. And, and you know, just to say, there's a plexiglass in front of you. If it's an airborne virus like they all claim it is. How is that protecting you? Because if I'm breathing on the other side of it, it's not like it's, you know, vacuum sealed top to the bottom of the the wall and I don't see you, you don't see me. We're still sharing the same air. That's how asinine it is. So Joe doesn't have a plan for that. He's just copycatting off of uh, Trump's plan. Trump's plan looked more towards the future. We got to keep opening up. We got to keep doing the things we've been doing so we have a better future. We got to protect the elderly and we got to protect people with some pre-existing conditions that are, you know, can cause you more problems if you happen to contract this virus. So he had a pretty good plan in my opinion. Naturally, they brought out the race card. When do they ever leave that out? Because no matter how many times Trump says he is not a racist, he denounces white supremacy and everything else, there's always got to be race questions in there for him, and they're just ridiculous. Uh, He went over a lot of his accomplishments, which was good. He got all those worked in uh, about the opportunity zones and uh, his prison reform is getting rid of the 1994 uh, bill from Joe Biden, a three-strike rule, uh, the uh, how much he's funded the uh, historic black colleges, and for the length of time they're going to be funded so they don't have to come back year after year. So he did a pretty good job on all of that. I did notice that Joe Biden, he came out swinging, and uh, he started out pretty strong just like last time. He looked pretty with it. For about the first half hour or so, maybe a little bit more, or a little less, give or take, <clears throat> um, but he came out pretty, pretty with it, pretty on fire, but then he started to drag, and then he starts looking at the ground a little more, and his mouth kind of starts hanging open and the energy's going out of him. Again, like I said last time, his eyes looked like they were just completely black like he is hopped up on as much Adderall as they could possibly give him to keep him focused because i i can't imagine it's a camera thing. Yeah, how could it happen twice? Trump's eyes don't look black. The moderator's eyes didn't look black, but Joe's eyes man, they look like like black diamond, man. They are just black as can be. Um so I don't know if they got him pumped full of stuff because you know he he has been having cognitive problems no matter what they want to tell you. You don't make those many mistakes. Although, you know, funny funny side note, his uh, supposedly with it attorney, uh, district attorney, Kamala Harris, she made the same mistake today. She said that uh, 220 million Americans died too. So if you're still listening to this you know, podcast, I'd say you did pretty well. You're still living. Um, but he looked like he was fading towards the end. And then he, when the moderator finally did give him a challenging question, he got angry and basically shouted his response at her. Uh, I guess he didn't like being challenged, or uh, typical with dementia patients. You know they tend to have flare-ups in their mood like that. If that's what's happening to him, I'm no doctor, so I can't say for sure. But it does appear that there is something wrong there. And if that's it, maybe he was just having a moment where he was flaring up. All in all, the debate was going well, and I felt like. Yes, Biden stood there and did what he was supposed to do. Trump did it much better. But you're always waiting for that one moment like either Biden's going to go all way off the rail and start talking about something that everybody's like, "Okay." Uh that didn't happen until real close to the end. And then it was like he handed Trump the debate, possibly the election on a silver platter. I smiled as soon as he said it and got on the edge of my seat because I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And not only did he say it once, he confirmed it. Trump talked to him. He confirmed it again. And it was, that was it. It was over. That was the moment that we were all waiting on. And Joe Biden gave it to him on a silver platter. I have a little snippet of it. I'm going to play it for you right now. No would
0: he close down falls, the oil industry? Falls, would you close down falls. the by oil industry? By the way, industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, that's transition. a big statement. Thank it you. is a big statement. That's a big statement. Because I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. And here's the deal. But it's a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry, I'd stop giving them federal subsidies he won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas uh, excuse me to the uh, to uh, solar and wind yeah why are we giving it to the oil industry we actually do All give right. it to solar
1: and wind we and have that's one maybe final the biggest question. statement in terms of business that's the biggest statement okay. because basically what he's question saying question is he is going to president. destroy the oil industry okay. will you remember that texas will you okay. remember that pennsylvania oklahoma so, said-
2: so sleepy joe's going to kill the oil industry that is the best statement I have heard all night long. I was on the edge of my seat. I couldn't believe that he was actually saying that. I don't think he realizes what he just did to himself. Uh, You kill the oil industry. That means cost is going up on heating, gasoline. You're going to have thousands upon thousands of workers out. We become dependent on other countries to bring all of the oil in. So obviously the cost, like I said, of everything is going to skyrocket. It'd be ridiculous and uh, really stupid. That is, uh, it's just dumb. (laughs) I don't know what else to say, but that was what I was waiting on all night, and I'm sure tens of millions of other conservatives and everybody was waiting for that one moment that you're just hoping happens, and it happened. He was actually foolish enough to admit that he's going to get rid of the oil industry. He lied about fossil fuels. He lied about calling them black super predators. And he said he was going to destroy oil. He copied Trump's COVID plan. So he had a pretty productive night. You know, I, I would... uh I would say personally, Trump smashed him over the head. It wasn't even close. He did a great job, and he, like I said, he acted very presidential doing it, which was another big thing. You know, last time everybody was kind of say he was acting like an ogre, how he was just arguing back and forth, and maybe, maybe not. But when you know, as far as the first debate goes, when you're debating not just one but two people you're going to be on the uh defense the whole time and you're just going to throw punches however you need to throw them. So, I was okay with seeing it. I didn't uh think it accomplished anything, but it was something that had to be done. This time, they were threatening the whole microphone shutting off thing, uh which always makes me think of Ronald Reagan when they say that about them trying to shut his microphone off, microphone off and he wasn't having it. Um But they didn't do any of that. There was a couple times the mics went out for just a second. When Trump was talking or Biden, it happened to both of them were talking. And uh, they kicked it right back on to let them finish their statement. And they didn't really overlap each other. They did get into it a few different times. Uh, Biden has denied everything. Everything. And the sad thing is, his are so easily debunked because the videos, the footage is everywhere. So... I think Trump did a great job. I am not going to be surprised at all to see the polls probably swing a few points in Trump's direction, tighten the race up uh, even closer. I did my last podcast about the polls. I'm not a real big fan of the polls. I think that the sampling's not real great. I don't think you're getting the best information out of the polls, but I think you will start to see them balance themselves out because anybody who was on the fence. Anybody who was leery of voting for Trump, uh, I'm sure after watching this, will feel better about it. And I think a lot of independents, when they see this, they'll see that Joe Biden really has no plan, and Trump is going to move this country forward, as he promised, as he has already done and proved. It's not that it's a theory. It's not that he hasn't done it before. He, we had the best economy ever he has done the most ever oh one little another little tidbit a couple of the cheap shots that trump did take i wish they had uh, i could find some audio of it i can't find it right now it's, it's too early i'm sure it'll be all over the place tomorrow uh when he when biden was talking about fixing health care and fixing a few other things trump's like you've been in office for 47 years you were vice president for eight prior to me getting here how come you didn't fix it then why didn't you do any of these things then? Why is it now? All of a sudden, we're supposed to believe you now that you're going to fix it now. You didn't fix it then. Why the hell would you fix it now? You're just a typical politician. And he said it to him two or three times, and it was uh, it was pretty good. He was, he was definitely on the ball today. He was on his game. I'm sure the Trump team felt pretty good coming out of that one. I'm sure the Biden team are all crying in the corner, sucking their thumbs, thinking about the next thing to do. Um, all I can say is get out and vote. Make sure you vote correctly. We're trying to save America. I don't want to be socialist. Hopefully you don't want to be socialist. Get out there. Let's get Trump back in here for another four years. Let's make America great again and keep what is already great about us great. And uh, God bless America. Good job, Trump. God bless you. Have a good night.